0: Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness. A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. And welcome to the RPG show. My name's Brent. I'm your host. This is a show we rate, review, and talk about RPGs and shit. That's right. With me today is the loyal hound himself, Nick Rabbilabba Ding Dong Gantner. What's happening? Woof, woof, woof. Oh man. We're off to an enthused start. So uh, we apologize ahead of time if this episode is a little uh, low energy. We had a very busy day yesterday, so uh, our apologies. Ah oh, man, what do we have on uh, up? What's 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 the show about today, Nick?
1: Uh, today's show we will be discussing uh, Western versus Japanese style RPGs, and I guess making comparisons and uh. Describing why we prefer one over the other, or if we do.
0: Gotcha. Right there with you. But first, we have a new iTunes review. That's right. And yet another one. Oh, I like boy. It. I love it. It says, RPG goodness for from Gamer Grandpa. All right. 36. It says, found these guys via the Retro RPG Podcast. Great cast. Although I'd say Nick is less a power bottom than some listeners may have you believe and um i believe those listeners just called him a bottom not necessarily a power bottom because i mean he is he is a submissive let's be let's be honest
1: i don't know i mean that's not what grandpa told me last night so
0: ooh shit laying down the law anyway thank you very much for that uh five star review gamer grandpa keep them coming it helps us <laughs> move up through the ranks because like there's people phrasing above us. Brent, phrasing i don't keep, know keep what, them coming really Oh, whatever. That was a stretch. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there are people above us in iTunes that have, like, not produced a show in years, and we'd like just to be above those people. Like, it doesn't matter if we're above anybody else, just above the people that aren't actually producing shit. So, whatever. It's See, fine.
1: Though, apparently their content is still better than ours, even though they haven't produced anything in a while. Why you gotta burn me? That's That
0: cuts deep, bro. Well, you know, I'm just being realistic here.
1: Like that—that that may be a reason why.
0: Your face is a reason why.
1: Exactly. As soon as you posted that GIF of me dancing, that's when everything went to shit.
0: And if you guys haven't seen the GIF of him dancing, just head on over to the RPG Show.com. What what post is that? Is it like Nick has a lot of RPGs. I think so. I don't know. It's one of them. It's a GIF I stole from a YouTube video of him just fucking dancing. So I mean, whatever. I mean, if you want the YouTube video, email us and I'll send it to you. Yeah, send us an email. Podcast at the RPG Show.com. I'll send you a link or go to the forums we can post it there it doesn't really matter nobody goes to the forums Good. all right
1: now we, we do have a new forum guy
0: named Cujo. yeah shout out to Cujo.
1: posting some stuff so I mean, thanks for joining us Cujo.
0: like the the email and the twitter is how you really communicate directly with me you, wanna, you know the, the forums nicks on top of that like he'll answer everything you, you put there you're like my butt itches and he'll be like use this powder like he's on it it might like, be hemorrhoids. Like Get some a, Preparation Age. Like white on rice. Okay. Alright. So Western versus Japanese style RPGs. Now in the I guess you would say social populist way of viewing things, Western and Japanese RPGs are each subgenres of a greater like the greater RPG genre. Um, I don't necessarily feel like that's as accurate as it used to be or if it should have ever been sort of established as two halves of this one whole. But we'll get to that a little later. Um, first, let's start with um, some of the characteristics. What defines whether a game is a Western uh, RPG or a Japanese RPG? Because, I mean, this is really the only case I can think of where we define a genre a video game based on its, like, origin? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you don't necessarily call Mario a Japanese platformer. No, I don't think anybody does. So you call it a platformer. So uh, um, what, what are some of the more stereotypical uh, traits of a Japanese-style RPG, Nick?
1: Well, I would say that um, most often you'll find a Japanese RPG containing a cast of characters who are named who each have personalities um, as opposed to you playing an avatar. You're playing um, typically a main character, quote-unquote, in a group of characters and you're following their story. Uh, it's more of a linear process. Uh, less focus on exploration, more focus on getting to the end. Uh, the themes are typically less um, I guess you could say mature Uh, there's a lot of reliance on uh, group dynamics and friendship and love and uh, like good versus evil being strictly good versus evil, kind of no in-between. The battle systems were for the longest time typically um, just straightforward, just Mm -hmm. turn-based. And then they kind of evolved into an action-based system. But combat is typically not done on the overworld. It, you typically go to a new scene for on any combat, uh, and then you exit that scene at the end of combat and return to the overworld. Um, I guess that's really the big differences.
0: And I would also say stylistically, um, JRPGs tend to follow um, oh, a lot more anime, anime and manga trends so as you see um like those art styles change and develop they also sort of change and develop in the games um and there's a reason for that which i'll get to a little later um and i'd say western rpgs are sort of they're they're visually they're they're character characterized as being like it's very choose your own adventure kind of um storytelling and setup like there's Uh, emphasis on exploration and on uh, character customization. Uh, You know, you don't always, like, while I would say you still probably play the hero, and some, you know, there's often, there's, it's less often that there's a cast of characters, but they still exist. Um, And, uh, combat tends to kind of devolve directly from tabletop RPGs where it was either, um, like a, it's hard to explain, like a stacking turn order kind of thing, or, um, straight action based, like I hit you, you can hit me all at the same time kind of stuff, and, you know, before we get into, uh, the, where these genres came from, I want to say up front that I don't necessarily prefer one genre, over the other, um, and I think they should also be categorized as their own genres instead of two sub subgenres of a master genre, which you know can be loosely defined as it's an RPG because it's you you level up and you do things like um, they're very they're very distinct in that way. Because I mean we're just coming off of Diablo, which is a very very Western style. RPG hack and slash adventure type game to Fire Emblem Fates which I would say has a very um aside from like not having it's it's a strategy game but I mean it's very it's very JRPG from stylized to certain mechanics in the game like it's like the almost the exact opposite of what we just played and um I just think this is a poignant time in which to discover, uh, discuss Western versus Japanese RPGs. Um, what So a few examples of some Western titles. Well, you know.
1: before we get on to that, I, b- yeah. I just want to say I'm perfectly in agreement
0: with you as they should be cla-
1: categorized differently. Um, the issue, though, is I feel like the, the way that it should have been done was there should have been just role-playing game, and then you have your sub-genres like action-based, turn-based... Whatever, so have you, and then you can keep further going down there as the genre evolves. But the way that stands with modern games, like you, you're hard pressed to find a specifically just RPG game or just shooting game or just strategy game because everything has been blended together, sort of. Like you get mm-hmm. people borrowing genre uh, tropes from everywhere, shoving it into the game to try to make it a better product. And for better or for worse, that's what's well, I going would, on. So. I think
0: I th- I think the whole genre classification of video games as a whole currently is a mess because of, you know, it it's not like movie genres are defined in a very clear cut sort of way, and then you have like music genres are defined in a very clear cut sort of way. Video game genres are just sort of like. Uh, it's got these two things and it looks like it does this way. So we're going to categorize it as this or it's categorized. However, the developer wants to market it, right? So even, so let's say a first person shooter, a first person shooter comes out and it's got, you know, like a level up system and all these upgrades that you're earning experience doing combat to, you know, increase your character, which would make it by the strictest definition, uh, role-playing game but that's not what the developer wants to market it as it wants to market it as a first-person shooter because it's you just got guns and it's a first-person view so it's a first-person shooter I, i i'm right there with you say with this homogenization of video game genres as and it's sort of a weird place to be but um back to sort of a few examples of you know key western style rpgs i mean you're talking uh like rogue uh ultima wizardry these are older examples i mean some newer examples would be games like uh diablo uh i guess you could say uh, mass effect you would consider that a western style rpg definitely um, like fallout fallout definitely um those are some examples of shadow run shadow run and uh, some Japanese RPGs are, of course, you know, Final Fantasy, Soikiden, Chrono Cross, uh... Any of the the big three or four uh, RPG developers from Japan, when well, you got, like, you know, Square Soft, Square Enix, you got, uh... Uh... Triace. Triace. Uh... Used to be Capcom, used to put out a few of them. Um, you get
1: Gust, they do a bunch of anime weeaboo shit, though.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So, um that's just sort of where we are. But I think before I say what I have dug up, what why don't you tell me why you think these genres evolved the way they did, Nick?
1: Um, I think it's just because of the, I guess the cultural influences. Okay. Where you've got, um, like, I don't really know how far back manga, anime, all that kind of crap goes, but it's been... In existence for a while, and I believe that the, the the social and cultural upbringing of the eastern side of the world to I guess we'll 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 spread it that way as Westerners, the eastern side of the world, as opposed to the western side of the world, which was brought up with different cultural and social uh, like kind of values. Um, and that's not to say that they didn't have influences from each other. Like I believe, like uh, a lot of the devs in early Japanese games got a lot of influences from like Western f- fantasy fiction and stuff like that. Uh, but it was just a culmination of uh, over in Japan, how they how their society and culture works and what the, the, the audience over there like really wants. Like you'll be hard pressed to find a lot of Westerners who gravitate towards a lot of the uh, entertainment media that – uh, Japan and some other other Asian cult- countries over there put out uh, because it's it doesn't fit the Western sensibilities to the same. Okay. Uh, like if that makes any sense. Um, so I believe that's where it stemmed from. Like just a kind of a different, uh, like different method of going about doing their business. Okay. Is really all it is. So like they both kind of stem from the same. Roots as like they wanted to tell a story, but okay. the the methods that they have at the disposable disposal whether it be social cultural whatever uh, is what went, made them go about their own separate ways
0: all right all right and you're pretty close um it comes from it's not like other genres which were developed so like let's say the platformer genre as a whole was started introduced solely in Japan and then was exported to North America as a phenomenon, as a genre, as a as a fad or whatever you want to have it. Um, same could be said about, you know, like uh, the first person shooter genre has basically been, you know, was created here in the West and taken over there. Um, the RPG genre, however, sort of uh, came about Roughly the same time, even though like we got kind of a head start because we were developing games on the computer to play for on computers long before like home console like the Famicom kind of stuff you know started like Nintendo, um really became brought video games back into the house, so you know um they started to develop independently of their own because so like RPGs started like as a PC um sort of experience based on that technology and that hardware and RPGs in Japan started as a console experience something to be held at home and were initially designed with you know the th- AB button start select and uh, directional pad is what you had okay and it had to be designed around that because you can't type in a command like walk forward examine you can't type in all these command based um, things like RPGs in the West had started as um, so they had to come up with that now as far as art style interesting fact I think I actually talked about this on a previous show um, when Enix started I believe it was Enix I'm a little fuzzy on this probably should have brought the facts back up but when they started um, developing games yes it was Enix because they had Dragon Warrior right? yes okay um, when he that gentleman that started Enix, he knew nothing about computers, but he knew he was a very savvy businessman. So he put out this competition on uh, in these manga supplications, you know, um, for programmers and people to compete and you know uh, develop video games and turn it in for a grand prize or whatever. So that's sort of the origins of how he found his staff so he finds his staff in the culture that's already engrossed in this manga right so they develop a game and in order to sell it to that audience they bring in the guy that's now known for his work on dragon ball um to do all the cover art and stuff for dragon warrior and that's really the first huge tie between the worlds of manga and anime and RPGs in the East. Okay? So, okay. So, like, they sort of, like, found this mutual connection in their fan bases and just rode with it. Now, both um, American, Western audiences, European audiences, and Eastern audience all sort of had access to tabletop role-playing games like that wasn't something that was new and so they're all sorta trying to develop that sort of experience into a video game now the problem that they had in the West is space to put text on the screen okay so there's only so many English characters that you could fit on the screen to form any sort of coherent anything so a lot of it was simple questions you ended up with a lot more silent protagonists, a lot less storytelling because of the limitations of being able to display something on the screen. And it's another reason why a lot of early RPG title JRPG titles, required was so cost-effective to localize here in the States because of the Japanese kanji could effectively tell more in less space. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So um, they were able to right off the get-go focus more on a narrative experience and so that's where the the roots in these two genres sort of took hold and it developed from there and that's why i i view them as almost two separate entities entirely because they developed independently it wasn't one trying to replicate the other or anything like that it was purely two different takes based on language technical advancement um and like you said, culture that created these two distinct differences. Okay. Okay. At least that was kinda of close. So, um that's I mean, that's basically the gist of it. I mean, we could go down the long line of how, you know, like Dragon Wars' success in the the East is you know, Final Fantasy's success in the West, you know, the 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 death of the quote unquote death of the western RPG how it you know waned in popularity and then came back around when technology caught up to it and that kind of stuff but I, I think the, the more relevant to our discussion is just sort of where they came from Um, and that's, that's the gist of where they come from now what, what are some of your favorite things about the western role playing title Nick
1: about Western RPGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> this is Duffy. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy very many Western RPG. Uh, yeah, Western RPGs. Like, I haven't really okay. played too many. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I would say that um, uh, the thing that I like about Western RPGs is less uh, a specific uh, specific trait of Western RPGs, uh, more that it's a specific trait of a good writer or a, a good crew of writers, because I've played some Western RPGs that had, I thought, pretty fantastic stories. Um, I guess, though, if I... If there's a thing about some Western RPGs that I would like, is that uh, you... <laughs> Uh, the freedom you get. Okay. Damn, that was a struggle. All right. Uh, and even then, I I dislike it because I prefer linearity. Like, I prefer, prefer to be guided on a path. Okay. As opposed to being given free reign to kind of fuck around and do whatever you want.
0: Okay. Now, so, all right, then what are just a handful of things you dislike about Western RPGs?
1: Okay. Um... Some things I dislike about Western RPGs are their, like their lack of, uh, I guess, like some they can have a, a lack of an engrossing story on occasion. Like, I find it hard pressed to get involved in the characters and and the world itself uh, most of the time because it's just less of a focus. Um, sometimes the combat systems are a bit raw I guess well, they're, they're refined for what they are sometimes I guess but they're not really my cup of tea Okay. Um, and I guess that's it that's all I can really think of like sometimes like they've got good scores and they've got they can have good storytelling and uh, like good graphics and everything like that but that's not really a, like a part of that okay. experience okay um so yeah, I mean, I just like the gameplay. Sometimes is just kind of like, eh. like okay. when we were playing Arcane, I was like, eh. and like I was, re- I wasn't engrossed in the plot or nothing like that. I was just like, all right, whatever. Like I felt no
0: connection, connection
1: okay. to anything. Like I was just like, all right, this is the thing that I'm doing. Okay. I'd rather be doing other things.
0: Okay. Um, some things I like about Western RPGs is, uh First off, I like you said. I like the openness of it, the freedom of it to make choices. Um, you're not always pigeonholed into doing something that you, as a character, would find stupid or uh, immoral or whatever. Because um, the, uh, there are a few times in Japanese RPGs where, uh, like, a plot point is basically the main character acting childish, and it's like, fuck, I don't want. It. Why would I do this ever? It it's kind fun,
1: of right? a 90% of Japanese games. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll get there.
0: Um, <laughs> um, I like that it's not... Uh, Western RPGs aren't pigeonholed to a particular style. Um, like, you get a lot of... You can get a lot of differences in how they look and how they are presented stylistically. I like the ability to customize my character to really uh, delve into who I'm playing, not just who i have in my party um i like a lot of the extra stuff that there are to do in western titles Uh, western titles tend to have a lot more replayability because there is so much extra stuff to do there's so many different ways to do it um western titles you know you can like it's it for a mindset so like if i want a game like if, if i was strapped for cash and i'm looking to buy one game that I could play for six months without getting bored, I have a better chance of doing that with a Western title than a JRPG. Not saying that that's the choice I would make, but, you know, it is there. Some of the things I don't like. Now, uh, again, they are they can lack uh, an impactful narrative. I would say a lot of them do have good narratives uh, or are just fun narratives like uh, like Fable has a loose narrative but it's a fun narrative um, but some of them do have strong narratives think of like any of your Bioware titles so Knights of the Old Republic um, Mass Effect I think these all have real strong narratives but that's more the um, the exception that proves the rule you know that's one development house out of many um, you know you do get you tend to get better voice acting, if that's a thing, but uh, it's things I don't like, uh, uh, they can also be less memorable as a whole. Like, uh, unless you find the one thing that really brings you joy, like, you know, like completely breaking a story or doing a thing or watching the game fail in a spectacular way, because um, I tend not to be a fan of me creating my own adventure in a sandbox now i can and i have done that and it has been fun but it, it, on repeated play you know and as i get older it's less appealing than you know um especially since i am supplicating my gaming experience with tabletop experiences so i can get that i'm carving me as a character out of a blank slate in that world instead of having to do it in a video game world so that's just a personal thing um
1: We'll see about that. I can agree with that because if I feel like I'm sitting down for some entertainment, I want to consume something that was designed for me. However, like in a group experience, I'm more than comfortable crafting my own world and narrative with a group of people. Cause then it's like ours mm-hmm. as opposed to like be given like these tools and you put in a set world and you got set lore and all this kind of crap. And it's not really my experience anymore. It's I'm playing somebody else's experience Okay, sort of kind of that's
0: thing. Um, now let's flip the table. What are some of your favorite aspects of a JRPG?
1: Um, as I stated before, the, lin- the linearity of it okay. to an extent, like uh, not like railroading, like some games do, where like you, like the biggest complaint with Final Fantasy XIII or whatever, and I guess can extend to ten, is that you're just walking in a straight line the whole time, like that's. That's a thing that happens in some of them, uh, but not all of them. And the ones that like Wild Arms and Sweetin, you you are able to explore a little bit and but you are led on a straight line like a storyline path that you gotta follow through, which I've always liked. Um, generally I like the way that most of them arrange their like the characters and the way they interact with each other. And I feel like having a group of people that have differing personalities and they can play off each other or whatever, uh, is a more like, engrossive, compelling thing to have to uh, absorb entertainment-wise. Typically, I find their combat more fun, um, whether it's turn-based or, like, real-time action-based or active turn-based, whatever it is, because you got a bunch of different stuff. You get, like, old-school, like, like Final Fantasy, which is, like, super strictly turn-based, and then it moves on to, like, active time, and then you get stuff like the Tales of series, which is um, you can move around. You put in commands, and your character does those commands. Uh, the same thing for like Star Ocean. Uh, and I like that kind of like that stuff. it's never the same experience when you go into it, unless you're playing a series and you kind of know what you're getting into. Um, and the the I guess the stylized nature of a lot of the presentation of the games really is something that I always enjoyed okay like I do love like gritty dark like realistic sword and sorcery kind of shit but I've never felt like many or pretty much any game has done that in a style that I really can say that I love except for like the Dark Souls series so okay um that's that I guess
0: all right And then what are some things that you do not like about Japanese role-playing games?
1: The over-reliance on 12-year-olds saving the world. Uh, Because pretty much everyone is a 12, 13, 14-year-old teenager blessed with magical powers. Using the powers of love and friendship to defeat the evils and whatever. I'm like, okay, maybe like the first time, like, oh, that's something new, but then...
0: Well, it's like, uh, it's because they think their audience is that old. When in fact there most of them aren't. we you know, we've grown They've up grown up with it, yeah. And uh fun fact that Final Fantasy twelve, like the main character Vaughn, totally was added later. It was supposed to Bosch was supposed to be the original character, but they were like, No, you can't have a middle aged man, disposed uh general be your main character, you have to have this kid be your main character. So they came up with Vaughn and Panella
1: That's not to the story.
0: So Whatever they gotta,
1: whatever they gotta do, what they gotta do to make money, whatever. Um, another thing I dislike on occasion is, hmm, I guess the same thing I could say about uh the positive, like the 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 flip side of having a group dynamic is sometimes you get characters that uh don't actually mesh well together, and you're like, fuck, I don't want to, like, can this person just not exist anymore? Can I just play the game? Like, you can get too much of that like you can go go into a town have like an hour-long cutscene discussion whatever like storyline shit you know just like can i just play the game like i just want to play the game and then you leave the town you go into your dungeon you have another like 10 minute cutscene bullshit and you're like i'm just i'm just watching a movie i might as well just watch the movie Yeah. um but then i guess also on the flip side of the battle system sometimes you get some really shitty battle systems and you're just like this is a short to play through, even though I kind of like the story where it's going. I'm just, I can't do it to myself. So.
0: Yep. All right. Um, if I were to pick some things that I like about Japanese role playing titles, uh, the narrative experience is always like, I do like a, uh, narrative focused style game. Um, the combat tends to be a plus, uh, you know, they're Japanese JRPG combat systems are hit or miss with me. I either love them or I hate them. There's not a lot of, like, uh, middle ground in there for me. Um, The, like, the fact that you do get a lot of personal relations, like, it's all going to boil, like, everything's going to boil down to, like, the fact that it is a well-manicured presented experience, okay? Um, You know, scores are often awesome, that kind of thing. Things I don't like is I'm right there with you. The tropes are a bit tired. They're a bit um, the ones that are there. They're they have been worn ragged. Um, I also can be really thrown off by an over stylized JRPG because, like you said, you get some of that Weeboo stuff and it's like, come on, man, what are you doing? Like, it could this could be a really good game? But I can't stand this childish, frilly the stuff you're throwing at me you gotta stop um and what else wouldn't i like you know uh, it's probably about it like i mean
1: like i think the problem that we're having is that we're trying to do pro and con like sort of like genres but the issue is less with their genres and more with individual games.
0: In that genre, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's sort of where it stands. Um, at the end of the day, though, when we think about it this way, I think of the role-playing game as an extension of the tabletop role-playing experience, which at its core it is in both western rpgs and jrpgs it is an extension of that now jrpgs do incorporate a bit of the visual storytelling uh like um visual uh, what did they call those like they were games but it was just sort of like you just click through dialogue visual novels visual novels um but both as a game like making a game is rooted in Tabletop experience. Do you say one style over the other succeeds more at emulating that experience?
1: That's a loaded question, kind of Brent, because it's <laughs> it it just depends. Like I feel like they're they're each one of them is accomplishing a different thing. Uh, like I feel almost like JRPGs are tabletop for solo players because you you're given that party, you're given a group, you're given a goal. Uh, whereas the tabletop experience for the Western uh, version of RPGs is more of a you are you're your solo player as well but it's more of a a one-on-one type of dynamic where you you have kind of options um, you can get companions on occasion you can get uh, a task but you're you're more on your own to figure out uh, what you're doing in the world so it's I would say that's actually just the two different styles of DMing. You get railroading DMing, and then you get uh, player freedom DMing. So I'm I can't really say for sure which I think emulates uh, tabletop more, because it's I feel like it's just two different styles of DMing, and it's having only played two different tabletop role playing game whatever uh, styles, I can't really in good conscience, in good faith, claim to have the knowledge to claim that one is better than the other at doing this thing.
0: I think I can. I will say definitively that Western style uh, covers it better. Because if you have a DM that railroads you as hard as a JRPG does, then you need to quit that, that game, that gamer group, and don't play with them again like if he's not giving if that dm's not giving you a choice of what character personality key you can have what sort of uh character traits you can have what class you play don't play that game um i guess so fair enough uh but i mean at the same time like uh it's kind of a a a depth analogy right like western rpgs versus tabletop because we were discussing the other day if you're a dm you can come with the best uh best narrative on the planet, but that can all be thrown to shit with a player or players that don't give a rat's ass about it. So you could play a West... like Say Skyrim had the best narrative you'd ever heard of, but there was so much other stuff to do, you just got lost exploring dungeons and learning shouts and shit that you cared nothing about the narrative that they had prepared for you. I feel like, though, that's how 90% of the players play that game. Well, I'm just saying, like I think it's a, a depth analogy. So, I mean, at the end of the day... You obviously have a preference for one of the over, don't you? I do. Okay.
1: I was born and bred on one of them. That's so. fair.
0: And at the end of the day, I think I'm a pretty neutral participant. Like, uh, you know, I uh, if it's a good game, then it's a good game. If it's not, then it's not. But, uh, you know, that's why we don't... A lot of the time, we don't necessarily draw the distinction. We might mention it in a show, say like Diablo or something like that, where we'll mention, you know, in regards to somebody's opinion. Like, you know, I think I might have stated that Nick's not a fan of these Western-style games. But we don't really go about it from the top-down perspective that it is a Western or a Japanese role-playing game. They're both role-playing games, and while we don't want to mesh them to be a singular genre. I think we include both of them. I guess it's a hard, like it's, it's, it's something I'm having difficulty articulating, if you will. Um,
1: well, what I think, so I think what you're trying to get, it, get at is that we're not specifically reviewing and biased towards one particular yes. one of these genres. There just happens to be more available from one to play than there is for the other. Um, well, that and, from-
0: and, and one's more appropriate for the show. Yeah. like uh I still want to do as many western titles as we get around to um but they do be they do be what the fuck they they are harder to do for the show because there is so much extra stuff to do like so if we sit down in a with a jrpg we can kind of know how long it's going to take us to beat the game and do all the extra stuff or enough of the extra stuff to come to the table with an educated opinion a western title there is not enough time on left in the universe for some of those titles to complete everything and get a review done in an orderly fashion. So we have to come at it with our own slice of how we experienced the game. And that doesn't feel like we're coming to the table as educated as we could about the game. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely, definitely agree. Cause there's a bunch of
1: games that I, I'd like to play, but I don't know if I'd be able to act like get through.
0: Like even, even, fashion. even one that's as simple as Diablo all three of us that reviewed that that game came at it with a distinctly different experience on the game, and uh, we have no way of judging how the others played or things that happened to them because of we took different paths, and um, that may happen some in Japanese role playing games, but not nearly as much as what like like I can't even imagine the day we get to Baldur's Gate, like that's gonna be insane.
1: It'll, just, it'll be some. that's for sure
0: so that's that's when you know so i mean i'll say before we get a lot you know a lot of cries that you know people saying you know play more of these games we we will but we're keeping it to one or two titles a year because they are such an investment to to really sit down and understand everything about the game um
1: well, I thought we were getting emails from people requesting. Oh no, we're definitely JRPG getting stuff. more
0: more more JRPGs than we are Western ones. But I just wanted to nip that right in the bud before uh, that got a little. Before anybody was like, "Why aren't you doing Fallout? Why aren't you doing Baldur's Gate? Do fucking you know Fable and all this other stuff?" It's like, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. If you
1: don't, if you want an episode in the next two weeks or
0: next month, then yeah, don't expect would, us to do that anytime yeah, soon. Those would be two month games. We could, do, we could do like a Knights of the Old Republic game in a month. Those are pretty quick.
1: I've never played uh, KOTOR. Really? It's really mm-hmm.
0: fun. I think you'd like it.
1: See, because I was never a big Star Wars person. Fair like, I didn't enough. watch the original trilogy until like two years ago or some shit. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: We'll let that go. But I think um, that's pretty much it for our Japan- uh, Western versus Japanese RPG discussion. To us, it's an RPG. They're just... Come from different places, different styles, uh, so on and so forth.
1: I happen to be biased a little bit, but I try not to let that affect my
0: opinions too much. He's so full of shit. He affects <laughs> his opinion. Like <laughs> that's all he ever says is he's like, I may be biased. I may be biased. I think I'm biased, Brent. I'm while well, I'm coming at it from a little bit of a biased opinion. Uh it's it's a lot of a biased opinion. all bias. All the opinion issue, is biased.
1: The issue is the JRPGs I play, I give them... like They automatically get like a plus two to all their scores as opposed to a realistic look at a Western RPG. Which you know, kinda... I
0: would like to go down through our list of scores and see how much higher, on average, you've rated games than me. We
1: want to do that right now? We
0: got the list? Uh, that's going to take forever to like fucking come up with that.
1: No, it's not. We've got it pulled up on the the games list on our website. If In case anybody didn't know, you can go to our website and hit the games. It'll tell you... The games that we have planned on, we're planning on playing, and the games that we've played, what we've given their scores to. So, um, let's see. We'll do the Western. We've only played like one Western.
0: Well, two RPG. now. We've got Diablo and Arcanum.
1: Okay, Arcan- Arcanum and Diablo. So, Brent gave uh, Arcanum uh, a two in gameplay, a three in story, two in visuals, three music, and a two overall. I gave 2, 3, 2, 2, 2. So fairly close. Fairly close, only off by a little bit. Uh, Diablo, you rated a little bit higher than me at 3.5, 3, 4, 2, 4.5, and a 4. Oh, because we have the new category of replayability. Uh, I gave it a 2.5, a 3, a 3, a 2, a 5, and a 3. Then we get on to the stuff like, uh, I can't do Suikoden because that's us out the ass. Uh, Of course
0: we do Suikoden because you gave them all (laughs) 5s.
1: You practically gave it all fives too, so don't even
0: The first one, no, I actually gave a couple fours. A few fours. You did.
1: You did. Two fours, a four and a half. Yeah. And then number two you gave two four and a half. So uh that was all fives. Wild arms is all fives for me. Uh which you actually did a fairly normal review for. So alright. Yeah. For people that haven't listened to the Wild Arms review, Brent gave the gameplay a three. The story of four, the visuals a two point five, the music of four point five. I think maybe I got that backwards. Yep. No, that's right. sounds right. Uh, with an overall score of a four. Yep. Nick. Nick did five across the board. Because five across Nick's the board.
0: Because he's crazy. <laughs> Same goes with. Well, I mean, you kind of you you rated Yeez more moderately, but still.
1: Uh, well, that's because, like, I understand where y'all were coming from with East, and I. The later games in this series are much much improved, especially on the gameplay, because um, you can actually manipulate your character as opposed to just having to run in this shit. That's fair. Um, do, do do What else we got here? I think we see. Like, I didn't do much 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 worse than you in the scoring. Glenn, on the other hand, for most of the games, I definitely scored way way higher than he did when he was reviewing things with us.
0: Well, I mean. When you look at, again, like that's why I kind of wish he was still around for more more reviews. Which uh, I think I talked to him into coming back for a couple of reviews, maybe in the coming years. That'd year be after. cool. Um, but that's because this the reason we even know I didn't want the show to begin with. Because he, like, if if you are the like the JRPG guy, he's the Western RPG guy, and I'm the one right there in the middle, you know. And I thought it was a, it was a cool dynamic. But, yeah. You know, he doesn't have time for it, so it's cool that and we play a lot more jrpgs than we do western games so
1: he was getting a little burnout
0: getting a little burnout it happens it's cool nothing no it's fine i mean because i mean burnout obviously gives you a one in fucking and fucking so i two. i mean that <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that we not that we hold that cloud over his head or anything every time we see him but that's fine um yeah okay so on to the next thing
1: What was the The next
0: thing? thing? We have a question from Twitter, uh, at Mintheon, I guess is how you would say that. If I said it wrong, compadre, just yell at me on Twitter, I guess. That's at the RPG podcast. Um, he mentioned that his favorite titles on the PS1 were Xenogears, Soikiden, and Final Fantasy VII. Um, I just kind of want to go through what some of our favorite titles on the PS1 were. Um... RPG titles and then non-RPG titles because I have quite a few non-RPGs that I fucking played the shit out of on uh, the PlayStation One. So, uh, what are some of your f- favorite PlayStation One RPGs, Nick? Uh, <laughs> and we don't have to rank them or anything. We're just gonna go through a few of them. Okay, and uh, the answer uh, Suikoden, cannot be all of them.
1: this the in series, uh, Valkyrie Profile definitely number number one, like or at least up there top top game. Uh it's phenomenal. Um Wild Arms. Phenomenon. Do do um shit. Yeah, mainly mainly this, this weekend in series, um Vector Profile and Wild Arms, I played the, the hell out of uh less so on the Final Fantasies and uh I played oh Tales of Eternia, aka Tales of Destiny two okay. in America. Okay. Which whatever uh i played the crap out of that that was really my first tells of game um played the crap out of that and you said just playstation right yeah okay well then that's it i guess all like right. i've got a bunch of crap on my shelf but um, well, is this playstation one or do you count playstation two
0: just playstation one we're not gonna we don't want to be all day at this okay. um <laughs> <laughs> some of my favorite playstation titles of course final fantasy 7 Final Fantasy Tactics, like sort of like oh, right shit, there how together. About that one. Uh, played the ever living fuck out of Final Fantasy Tactics. Some of the first interactions me and Nick ever had were talking about how to like customize characters through the uh, Game Shark on the PS One.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, played a lot of that. Uh, played a lot of. Uh, I didn't play any of the PlayStation Soaking Titles till later, but retroactively, yeah, definitely Soaking Two is way up there. Soaking One's good. It's it's just not like phenomenal like two is um wild arms is great i'm trying to think of some ones i played oh fucking Chron- i love chronocross like i might be like one of five people out there but i love chronocross like uh, something about it i really enjoyed um
1: i wanted to love it i just couldn't
0: yeah that's that's what you get from a lot of people they, they want so much to like it but they can't uh i look forward to us getting to it actually uh, the King's Quest games. I love those. We can consider those RPGs. I think. Oh damn! forgot about those? King's Quest is great. Um,
1: they're actually the precursor to the Dark Souls games and shit.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. If, are they like just they're the a same? Spirit? The same developer? Like, oh so shit! They, really? Because they, they definitely uh, feel like it.
1: They because they, they take stuff that was put in those games and they reference them in the Dark Souls games. Oh. Like the Moonlight Greatsword, and then you fight Seath and stuff like that. And that's
0: cool. See, I've never played a Dark Souls game. Like,
1: it's because you're too afraid of dying. It's over and I'm, over again.
0: I'm, I'm bad at games. Like sometimes I'm just bad at games. All but right, You just got to
1: get good and then you'll be fine.
0: But I don't want to get good. I'm already good at what I'm good at. I don't need to be good at anything else. Damn <laughs> All, right. All uh, right. Some non-RPG titles that I played the fuck out of on the PlayStation. The original Tomb Raider. Um, Wipeout. Jumping Flash. Uh I had a lot of PlayStation games uh shit what was the oh man now I'm thinking of an RPG and I can't remember what it was called but I remember it was like a dungeon crawler type game you got to pick with it was kind of like a Diablo clone but it wasn't Diablo it's was like was it crystals Crystal. dark crystal yes dark crystal um no. Is it? Oh, it's not that. It's, That's a movie? Yes. Oh, man. Fuck, what is it called? Um, I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. It's going to bomb on. And piss out. Played a lot of Spyro, a lot of Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bash, Crash Team Racing. Played the hell out of those. I, it's not PlayStation, but it's the same sort of era. I played a lot of 18 Chronicles on the 64. Kind of look forward to us getting to that game, because I don't think you're going to like it one bit. The Aiden Chronicles? Yeah.
1: The fuck is that?
0: It's bad. It's Lovely. Bad. Can't wait. Let's see. Darkstone? Darkstone. That's it. Darkstone.
1: Oh, man. This game looks bad. It is. Oh shit, I think I was at a friend's house and he was playing this once. Oh man.
0: Which one? Darkstone or? uh... Yeah, Darkstone. Yeah, Darkstone. Like, the worst part it was, it it wasn't until, like, my junior year in high school in which I actually figured out how to play the fucking game. Nice. Like, I had it for a long time and just couldn't play it. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But, uh. It
1: looks like one of those games.
0: But yeah, I played a lot of of games on the place. I played a lot. I played the Monster Rancher games. Uh. Because, like, I mean, I didn't get a PS2 until almost the PS3 was a thing. So, like, it was a very short-lived PS2 life. I really just played a fuck-ton of on PlayStation 1. Okay. And Super, okay. Ninten- Super Nintendo. So, See,
1: I played I played a lot of Gex. I played a lot of Spyro. I oh, played Gex, a lot of Crash yeah. Bandicoot. Um, I played Legacy of Cain.
0: Never played that. I, I mean, I had a friend that was really into it.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, And then, like, there was a lot of, like, this, this weird-ass games like destruction derby
0: oh destruction derby's great um i played uh what was it uh twisted metal twisted metal a lot of twisted metal tekken i played the uh resident evil games a lot. oh
1: yep you might have bought the director's cut of the first one play the crap out of that and then we played the, the second one i never got the third one or like uh, uh, the Veronica uh I, got,
0: of I, I don't know how this happened but I got a developer copy of uh, the third one because, like, um, now because my friend swears that his copy didn't work this way, and I've never played other copies but mine. But when I got to the first chest, I had every item and a full stack of ammo for every item. Mm, how'd that fit in your uh, your inventory? I didn't carry it all. Oh, but like my so chest- you
1: had the option to pull that.
0: Yeah, I could pull... Like, I literally had a rocket launcher the first time I got to a chest. That's a, That doesn't sound right. So, no GameShark, no nothing. It's every time I boot that disc. you still have it? Somewhere, yeah. I it's, probably, sell that shit. it's probably worth money. But that's the only thing I can reckon is it's a developer copy. If anybody out there knows anything different... Now, I didn't play any of the... Uh, like i never was a like big gta3 or san andreas guy but i played the first two gtas on the playstation 1 like well, they were they different were, style games they were going out of style man i loved them for what those are, of you
1: unfamiliar it's a top down like more of an arcade type thing yes uh, and it's way more fun than the ps2 one version like 3 liberty city where fuck all that crap is vice city uh not not for me I'll stick with the first
0: two. Because uh, you can think of it this way. It's more like uh, like you get a lot of newer games like it. Like there's like zombie killing game now like it where you just kind of like run around spraying ammo kind of shit. Um, but it's kind of basically that. So you get your little guy and you just get weapons. You just go around and murder people and you just hop in and just like steal cars and just ride around murdering people. And like eventually the you know cops come and bring tanks and eventually kill you. But I mean, it's, it's more arcadey. It's a lot more fun. Um, I don't see a whole lot else that I played a lot of, but I, you know, what I had, I played a lot of. Um...
1: I had some wrestling games that I played with my siblings.
0: See, I played wrestling games on the sixty-four. Like, so we played like WrestleMania two thousand, like the crate, like the fuck out of that on the sixty-four. Uh, we
1: had the the peripheral that get that you connect four controllers to the PlayStation. Oh, so. we didn't have
0: that. Well, my brother, like I was the only one. In the neighborhood with the PS1. Like, everybody else had, like, 64s or whatever. Mm. So, like, a lot of the party games we played or where we played with multiple people were on the 64, because... Well,
1: it was easier, because they had the four hookups already.
0: Yeah, it's just what we had. So we played a lot of, like, GoldenEye and Mario Party and stuff like that. That was where that time was spent. But, anyway... But
1: 64 is definitely the group console.
0: Well, Nintendo tends to be a better party console, anyway. Um... Yep, that's basically it. Where are you at on uh, Fire Emblem Fates?
1: Uh, Chapter 18 in Birthright.
0: Nice, nice,
1: nice. Yeah, I should have been done with it already, but I've been playing some other shit. I'll get, I'll get
0: it done then. Two weeks, man. Uh, So this is where we want all your questions for Fire Emblem Fates, so I'm going to make Nick do this. He's going to go on the forum. He's going to create a thread uh, for Fire Emblem Fates, if he hasn't already. Yeah, um, we've been talking about it. That's right that's we have so go there ignore all the other jibber jabber and uh, unless you want to talk about that you can talk about that post a question for Fire Emblem Fates there we you know the quick fire question segment if you have a question for it we will ask your quick fire question or just a general question or your review we'll talk about it post all that on the forum in an email Um, that's pretty much it
1: don't be afraid of uh, necroing any posts because I don't care if you see something that's three months old and you want to talk about it, go for it. We can talk about it.
0: Basically, yeah. Because, I mean, that's life. All right, um, I guess that'll wrap the show. I can do that by hitting this fucking shit over here like that. Yeah, that's playing awesome. I think that's, yeah, that's the right thing. Well, guys, look. You can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. show.com. You can send us an email at podcast at the RPG Follow us on Twitter at the RPG Podcast. No, it's therpgshow.com. Show.com. Podcast at the Twitter is the r- at the RPG Podcast, because I'm an idiot. Uh, leave us a rating for two on <laughs> iTunes. Uh, cause each one counts and I love you for it. Uh, just Brent though I don't love you for it check out our friend Retro Retrokel over at uh, is it worth a podcast come visit us on the forums it's on the website love you Anderson blah 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 until next time say goodbye everybody I mean if, if I have to do it goodbye everybody look here look I do this every time I stop you right at the end of the song I'm just looking you in the face down on my knees blowing your cock, nope, that's not what wow, I'm doing
1: wow, that escalated quickly
0: I would be if you go down in the show notes and click on the little rating review tab the link thing, if you're using something other than the native podcast app just click that, it's the rating review it's that thing, yeah bye you're really hyped about this Ha <laughs>